Silence is golden, especially when it comes to brakes. That's why Napa Silent Guard are built to be one of the smoothest and most quiet brakes on the market. Made with fiber-reinforced shims that eliminate noise for the life of the pad, rubber-coated hardware for a better fit, and quality design that meets and exceeds OE performance. Silent Guard brakes deliver the stopping power drivers demand. Available now at Napa locations nationwide. MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by MoneyLion, the world's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. What's up, everybody? Welcome to MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion. I'm your host, your boy, Rocco Williams, and I'm joined by the Ninja Turtles. I don't know why they're called the Ninja Turtles, but you're going to learn today. We have Justin Haley's pit crew in his third start in the Premier Series. These are the ones responsible for getting him his first win in NASCAR's Premier Series. We have Rogelio, we have Michael Hayden, and we have Roger. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining us today, guys. Oh, thank, thank you for having, you having us. Yeah, gleaming, gleaming, looking like winners today, man. I mean, <laughs> good Lord, have mercy. Yeah. I don't know if you've been under a rock, if you sleep, if you if you did not know what happened this weekend, but we had a driver in his third start. I don't even know how old this kid is. He looks like he's 11 or 12. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, you know, because all I focus on is pit crew in. All I know, this was his third start for a team, an upstart team, and he won the race, guys. How are y'all feeling? I mean, what happened? <laughs> Man, a lot of things happened. Mother, mother nature. Yeah. <laughs> a, lot, a lot of storm watching. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. A lot, a lot storm of storm watching. watching. I, I mean, I was watching from the TV. I didn't have the pleasure of being there. But at the same time, when I saw the big one, the, the, you know, the big one happened, uh-huh. I saw 17 cars get torn up. I was like, okay, here's a chance for one of the back of the pack teams. But I did not think the 77 at all would be in the mix. And then when they came down pit road, and I think Kurt Busch was leading, correct? Uh-huh. Yeah. Kurt Busch yeah, is yeah. leading. Landon Castle second. Yeah. Landon Castle second. And um, y'all were running 27th at the time mm-hmm. of the wreck, correct? Yep, correct. Yeah. No, actually, Mike, <laughs> well, tell me what happened. Yeah, I, want, I, want, I want to hear from you. I don't oh. want to hear myself. Tell me what happened, Mike. We're in for a story here. Oh, my <laughs> Honestly, like as surprised as everyone, everyone's surprised about it. But mm-hmm. honestly, it's not a surprise because if you had to watch the Talladega race before, uh, the first Talladega race, you would have seen that we ran in the top five, top ten, you know, majority of the time, and then we ended up getting wrecked uh, towards the end of it. Mm-hmm. But um, so I wanna... you're saying Justin Haley he uh, has skills. Oh yeah, he's got the kick and drive for sure. <laughs> I mean, he's maybe 12 years old, but still he can drive. <laughs> um, the, the thing about Justin that a lot of people don't know is like I won an ARCA race with him in mm-hmm. Talladega, I think a couple of years ago. <clears throat> and the kid's a wheel man. He's mm-hmm. a straight up wheel man. Uh, he wheeled in the truck series. He wheeled in. He's one of those kids you can put him in anything and he can drive it. So I remember I did a Snapchat right before the race started, and I said, uh, "I said, all right, guys. I was like, it's time to shock the world today." And everyone started laughing. And then like I got a bunch of responses back before the green flag went. And I looked at Roger. I said, "Roger, I was like, we're gonna shock the world today." And he was like, 
Okay, Mike. <laughs> this was in Talladega, not Daytona. No, no, this was this was this was Daytona. 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 So you, yes, yes. I, whatever, I, Mike. I predict. I literally. Mike, I, I still have, I still have the screenshot for Just it. Just because we're on TV. I still have the screenshot for it, bud. Really? I still have oh, the screenshot for, for it. For real. So yeah, that's um, dope. He yeah, had the whole thing. I had the whole thing. So then, hey, we, you talked it into existence, right? I, I did. Yeah. I did because I mean I knew it, so I knew that it was. I wouldn't say I, I knew it was going to happen, but I had a feeling. Because I mean, you mean you had a feeling when you went into the garage that this was going to be your day. I had, I had a feeling that going into the garage, this was going to well, be. I want day. you to read my palm when we leave out of here. <laughs> I don't think anybody had Justin Haley in, in the '77 winning, but you. I mean, but if you if you think about, it, everyone knows once you go, there's yeah. there's six times right. in a year, especially in the Cup Series, where guys in the back of the field get the opportunity to win. You know, we have two road course mm-hmm. races, we have four super speedway right. races, so you know that of course the big one's going to happen. You know that at Sonoma mm-hmm. or at uh, Watkins Glen, you know what I mean. It could be a fuel mileage thing. Someone could be crazy enough and be like, you know what? Let's let's risk it for the biscuit, and you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> let's risk it for the biscuit. Risk it for the biscuit, <laughs> bud. Hold on, I'm gonna write that one down. <laughs> risk it for, for the, the biscuit. biscuit. There you go. There Boy. you go. So you know what I mean. But uh, but when it happened, you know what I mean. Uh, it, it was wild and crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, we can hear our spotter, and he's telling us, you know, all right, stay clear and whatnot. So we get through. Then we see the one and the double zero and then us. <clears throat> and we kind of were like, all right, call it, call it now. Like, call, call it now. Out. We're yeah. in third place. <laughs> then, then you were happy with third. I was, we I was were, happy we with third. We were good with a we solid third place. Solid like, third place finish. Let's go for it. Sorry. And then literally, <laughs> literally, um, you know, they're like, all right, well, probably one to go. Most of the guys are going to probably come down. But we were 20 laps to the good on fuel. So then our crew chief was like, Nah, he's like, we're just going to stay out. And either we're going to get shoveled to the back or they're going to wreck again and we're going to be back in the same position. So literally, I remember they, I heard the one to go and then I see the one coming down pit road and I, I see the double zero coming down pit and road. I'm like, what? And I looked at the monitor <laughs> and I was like, I think something's broken. I was like, because it says the 77 is the leader. And sure enough, like wow. all of a sudden we saw the lightning strike in the corner and Roe lost his mind. He was like, like he like, just, that's it. Yeah. Like, like we won. Even, I mean, I was already celebrating and everything. Yeah. As soon as that like even Justin struck. came over the radio and he said, uh, he's like, man, I, I don't know what's going on. There. I can see the lightning because I can see it from inside the race car. <laughs> so he, he, throw the caution, he throw was the doing his rain dance inside oh, the car. Oh yeah, right. and he y'all were doing it outside, outside the car. The car. Was, oh yeah. There's a picture oh, yeah. on Twitter of me like literally going like this. I'm like, <laughs> bring it. Well, Mr. Ladies Man right here. And just, you know, every single week, he's killing it with the ladies. All of a sudden, he's calling the lady down. Uh, <laughs> lady Rain. Lady Rain. Lady Rain. Let's no. hear We have a video of, of that win. And, and let, oh, let's gosh. see it um, from Justin's perspective from the actual racetrack. I think we have a video to play. And uh, let's look, take a look at that. All right. We put a race car on the track. It went through tech. We started the race. Missed the wreck. It's like we played by the rules. We... We could have pitted or not pitted. We decided not to pit. Then it started raining. I, look, I don't want to in, in, insult anybody's intelligence here. We were super, super lucky. But we had the same opportunity, and our competitors had the same opportunity that we had. Look, the difference is, is that we didn't have anything to lose. You know, all these guys have been pulling for underdogs, and we hear it. In our, you know, before we won, we were we were inundated with fans saying, "We're pulling for you guys. It's underdog. You guys stick it to them. We're you know whatever." Okay, we did it. We gambled. The the big difference is that you know obviously the one and the double zero could have stayed out, right? And we look, we totally understand. We work with Chip, and we we get it. It's just that on this day, the one had to pit. They had enough to lose that they had to pit, and we will be the one 
at some point. And you know what we will do at that case? We will pit because it is the smart thing to do. But we're not the one today, right? We're the 77. And we pushed all in on this sport and we pushed all in on that caution. We put a race car on. That's awesome. That's Jeff Dickerson, co-owner of Spire Motorsports. I mean, it says no better. Yeah. Look, guys, Ninja Turtles. Hey, <laughs> sit tight. Hey, we have more of the Ninja Turtles in just a minute. Y'all, make sure you jump right back in. We'll be right back after a quick break. What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr. here. How would you like the keys to a 700-horsepower, custom-built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text ROAR to 95615 or visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. No purchase necessary. It's 2019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstake rules, visit roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program, or Fun Learning Experience, is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. Before you know it, we'll be crowning the 2019 Monster Energy NASCAR Cup champion in Miami. You need to be there to witness Ford Championship Weekend, November 15th through the 17th at Homestead Miami Speedway. Three days, three races, three NASCAR champions. What a year for Joey Logano, and he caps it off with a win at Homestead Miami Speedway. Pick out the best seats in the house for the pinnacle race of the 2019 NASCAR season in South Florida. Call 866-409-7223. That's 866-409-RACE. Getting School is presented by the Goddard School, the best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life. And my kids go there as well. And uh, Y'all know that? You know, you know, do I look like I, I have kids? You know I, I know you have kids. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, let's talk about the picture of you on the corner. Yeah. What about it? That's a dope picture. <laughs> I look, I look very. Is. Oh, come on now. I look that very is. scholarly, wow. man. The, the cap and the gown. Only thing that needs to be changed: the black and gold robe. Go deeks. <laughs> them glasses, though. You need to get some pairs like these. You know. Rocco was Rocco was the dude in eighth grade benching like four hundred pounds already. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Breaking records. Breaking that's records. The way, that's the way it was. And, and anyways, guys, let's get let's get to serious. Hey, I just want to talk about we we know this was a. a, a a great accomplishment. And I mean, we won't know the magnitude of what happened here until maybe a year or two from now. You know, this is a, a, a very, very um, special thing. You know, people are pit crew members for years, 10, 15 years, never win a single race, especially yeah. at the premier series. So you can check that off your box. And I mean, that is great. Congratulations guys. And at the same time, I want to talk about how'd you even get here? I mean, you, you tell me about Excalibur, Let's talk to you, Roger. Okay. All right. Here you sit go. up for me, man. The guy that actually yeah, works up. there. And you're going to talk to me? I got the seat raised all the way up. How'd you oh, end man. up at Excalibur Pit School and become a NASCAR Premier Series winner? So, originally, I'm from Southern California. 
Okay. And I've always loved racing, wanted to be in it, just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. And uh, ended up moving to North Carolina, went to NASCAR Tech, and uh, through there came across Chuck, and he's like, hey. Chuck Efall? Yeah, Chuck Efall. Okay. And uh, he yeah, said. Shout uh, out, Chuck. You hear that, Chuck? This is Roger talking about yeah, it. Just for you. <laughs> just for you. Um, he said, you want to come do some pit stops? I'm like, sure. And uh, started with him in 2014. Uh, he got me working right away and been there ever since. So, really? Yeah. So, I mean, this was just by chance. Have you heard of other schools similar to Excalibur and then you had to weigh your options or it was just you ran into Chuck and you went there? Yeah. So, obviously, there's the uh, the pit school right next door to uh, NASCAR Tech. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't really look into it too seriously until he came to me. And um, I guess, I, I don't know, I just didn't even consider mm-hmm. anywhere Absolutely. else. I just I said, man, here's an opportunity. I'll, I'll jump right on it. And uh, I jumped right on it. And how old are you now? I am 25 now. 25. After this weekend. You're an old man. Just mm. turned 25, too. Just, yeah, fresh. <laughs> fresh. I'm, I'm a young 25. I'm not, I'm not one of the old 25. How about you, Rogelio? How, how'd you get to Excalibur? Oh, man. It's a long story. Mm-hmm. I'll make it short for all y'all. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm from Columbus, Nebraska. I mean, everybody's like, oh, this Nebraska guy. Like, why is he even coming to racing? It's like, what's they got out there? What do you mean coming to racing? Did you go to NASCAR yeah. Tech as well? I went to NASCAR Tech okay. as well. And, of course, everybody told me about the pit school. I was like, eh, I don't really know because, I mean, I was mostly with the NASCAR Tech, and mm-hmm. I was trying to see if maybe I could learn more about the dynamics of the vehicle or of the car, I should say. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the ins and outs, so then maybe I could get, like, an engineering or something. But I got picked up by Coach Horton, who – runs a D4D program, and he set me up through there. And The NASCAR Diversity yeah. Pit Crew Development Program. Right. You know, With we you, have man. strong ties there. <laughs> and not only you, I just want to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but good. NASCAR Drive for Diversity has three members, you know, with two graduates and, and, and one member, Michael Hayden, mm-hmm. from that program who were in Victory Lane, so, you know. Coach Horton was very ecstatic with that. Y'all represented very well on a part of NASCAR Diversity's behalf, you know. So, oh yeah, kudos to you guys for that. But I digress. Go ahead. Sorry, that's all good. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, Coach Horton just kind of got hooked up with um, Chuck Efall, and basically Chuck uh, brought me over, um, showed me a few things of like what I could do and where I, he could set me up on. Mm-hmm. Originally, I was a tire carrier and that's how it was you know going through it mm-hmm. but when we gone to this five-man thing they're like hey bro um do you think you could jack i mean you're pretty built you think you know i'm like uh yeah but what'd you really you know, say though because i know- told them i was like i really like being a carrier <laughs> exactly <laughs> that's how i would be i'm like hey that jack is all right but yeah that beast mode tire carrier there's nothing like all it right. there's nothing nah. like it but I feel like it was an easier transition than actually Jackman going to being tire carriers mm-hmm. and stuff. Because as a carrier, you already know, you know, how to set up, how to hang it, do everything. As a Jackman, you're just doing the jacking part mm-hmm. and stuff. So you don't know all the ins and outs of that. But, I mean, a Jackman will probably tell me different. They're like, nah, it's, you know, it's the same. You have to work, learn each one. So <laughs> that's awesome. What about you, Mike? I have a long story. I don't think we have enough time on the air. For We're going to do the quick oh, version. Gosh. You're a former football player. Okay, yeah. So I played college ball, then moved from uh, 
California over to North Carolina. What position were you? Running back. Running back. Yeah, because, you know, I'm too small to play, you know, tight end or something <laughs> like that. So. Uh, but, yeah, so I came from California, <laughs> moved over, uh, learned how to carry tires very quickly, and then went straight to uh, a big team. I was with Everham. I uh, started with Everham, then went to Fitz Bradshaw, then went to – JTG uh, Doherty Racing. Fitz Bradshaw. Fitz Bradshaw, the exactly. The good old Fitz Bradshaw. Oh, man, Armando. <laughs> right, Armando Fitz. Uh, so, yeah, so I was in racing for about three to four years, and then um, then I went back to football. So I played football for six years, played NFL, played arena, okay. uh, semi-pro, then retired. What NFL teams? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs and San Diego Chargers, and then had a lot of workouts for every other team on the planet. Um, oh, I didn't know you had moves <laughs> like that. You think you fat? I'm halfway decent. I'm not going to lie. I'm halfway decent. I got a couple MVP rings and some things like that, That's but I'm not going to brag. No. <laughs> now, you yeah, better brag. We're going to keep. No, no, no. You don't want to get him started. No, don't get him started. No, started. <laughs> we'll be here for another three to four hours. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but I retired in 2015 and then the opportunity actually came up to come back into racing and there was a lot of people that actually reached out to me and they're like well you know you're still young you're still athletic you know have you thought about getting back into it and honestly I, I hadn't really given it a second thought because once I left it the first time mm-hmm. but a lot of people that work in racing we always get roped back into we it we always say do. we're done like oh you know I'm done with it and then you get roped back into it so uh, I came across uh, Chuck and uh, I've been working with him since 2016 and, you know, he wrote me into it and was like, all right, man, he's like, this is what I can do for you. This is how much I can help you with and da 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 um, And the rest is history. There's two common um, denominators here. You know, you have Chucky e. Fall, you have Coach Phil Horton. So if y'all yeah. listen, if y'all are listening to our show right now, Coach Horton, Chucky e. Fall, you the man. <laughs> <laughs> Your spawn is doing very, very well, oh, yes. you know? We're fi- we finally made it. We know? made it. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, explain to me a little bit of how it works at Excalibur, your typical day. Let's start with you, Roger. Um, what are you responsible for, and how, how are your teams determined? I mean, all of y'all can talk about this, but I never really understood the dynamic of how your teams are formed, what cars you're doing, how do you know what cars you're doing, or whatever the case may be, because you have a lot of of teams and a lot of personnel that you have to manage or that Chuck has to manage, and I'm sure that y'all have a role in that. Am I correct? Yeah, so basically what we do is um, we start out, and he says, you know, this is what the season's going to look like. You know, first off, who do you kind of want around you? Who do you want on your crew? And then uh, we can kind of go have the there. option? Yeah, for some people, we do. Um, Why are you laughing, Mike? Uh, for some people. <laughs> for some people, we do. Yeah. Um, I think actually Roger preferred me to be on his vehicle. And was, yeah, yeah. So like, um, I think Roger handpicked everything yeah. at the beginning of this year. He's like, I, I, I don't know what to say. Man. It's not the lottery well, or anything like that. If like I was a tire a changer, I would make sure I had the best tire carrier in Jackman and best crew. <laughs> so, hey, thank I, you. Thank, thank you. you. Right. Take it um, as a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, basically, um, so then you get your crews all set up, and then um, you figure out what time works best for everyone's schedule because everybody's got full-time jobs and other stuff going on. So either meet at, you know, 8 in the morning, 11, or 5 o'clock in the evening. Mm. Um, work together, do pit stops, five-man. Uh, we still do some market stuff, so we got to practice six-man as well. Um, and uh, that's pretty much it. But I remember going there, and I saw, saw this massive list of names. In this massive list of races, and it seems like there was movement going around from different um, crew members to different teams. Why is that, and what is the reason for that? Is it performance based? Is it need based, or how does that work there? In the whole um... it's all performance based because when you have teams that actually you know have us from the get go, 
then they say, you know, after a couple races, they're like, okay, this changer is messing up a little bit. It's like, can we get somebody different or this carrier? You know, things have kind of mm-hmm. gone mis- so sometimes the team plays a little part into it to where you have a bad uh, pit stop. They say, "Hey, don't bring that bum to the track anymore." Right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> find, find me somebody else. Right. I, exact word. That guy right there. That exact guy. Right, I don't want to see him again. Yeah. Trash. I mean, there's been there's been cases where actually the whole team has been actually moved over, and, mm. and I mean, I've been part of it sometimes. So, but that's how just, you get better, right? Yeah, that's how you get better. You know. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he actually keeps the teams consistent between. You know, from trucks, Xfinity, you know, cup level and everything. So, and I talk about that because I was not very familiar with Excalibur prior to the relationship with NASCAR Drive for Diversity Pit Crew Development, and the the relationship there, the the um, experience gained from those young athletes from that program intermixed with Excalibur athletes. I mean, they have just skyrocketed. You oh, know, man. I mean, before they used to stay with us longer, but. Coach Horton had the idea of, hey, let's infuse them with guys doing it now, athletic guys, and let them really see how it's done aside from what we're teaching them. And we it's paid major dividends in the progression of those younger athletes. And that's part of um, partly because of you guys. And I'm sure y'all are pushing them, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, we try. I mean, they do a good job coaching and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we try from having experience. We'll mm-hmm. come in and say, hey, you know, Try this a little different, or here, let's you know, let's work on something else, mm-hmm. and uh, and I'm sure they appreciate it. And, yeah, so. There's there's some of them that just look at it and be like, you know what, I don't want to be coached by this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I've had that a couple of times, and just you know, having different carriers and different jackmen actually come up to me and actually ask me, it's like, bro, you do something a little bit different than what I do. How do you do that? It's like you seem like you're a lot faster. And it's like, well, like let me let me see how you do and watching them it's like okay why don't you change your footwork mm-hmm. up here or there or how you set up it's like them little itty bitty things that people don't realize that that can make you a little bit faster and stuff i mean especially a sport that's like okay by tenths or hundreds yep. or something like that, you know you're all focused on that little bit that you could give an edge you know and you love your tires right y'all love your tires Oh yeah, you love tires. Oh, tires. Okay, I'm just asking that oh, yeah. because Hercules Tires is giving away a free <laughs> set of tires this month, oh, and all you have to do is register by going to www.herculestire.com/backslash/mrn, and you could be the recipient of a free set of Hercules Tires. Hey, right. we're gonna be right back with these Ninja Turtles, and we're gonna <laughs> you're gonna learn why we're calling them the Ninja Turtles. Then we're gonna talk about that money. We're gonna talk about them bags. We're gonna get in them bags. <laughs> Anyways, we'll be right back with MRN Crew Call. (laughs) Here's your chance to win a set of your very own Hercules tires. Go to HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Simply register, and each month we'll give away one set of tires. Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading mileage coverage to get you wherever you need to go, no matter where the road takes you. Register now for your chance to win a set of Hercules tires at HerculesTires.com slash MRN. Hercules Tires, ride on our street. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering many of the best-known trucks on the road. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies in components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. 
2019 is the Motor Racing Network's 50th year, and things are about to get a lot louder. I'm Woody Kane. The NASCAR season is revving its engine, and MRN's two biggest loudspeakers are back. When race spotter Joey Meyer and I bring you the latest news, results, and headlines every Monday on MRN Out Loud. Crank it up. Mondays on MRN.com, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are heard. We own it. I own it. Rogelio owns it. Right. Mike owns it. My boy Roger owns it. He owns those bags. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking money bags. That's right. Guys, Make it rain. financial crew chief presented by Money Lion. In this section of the show, you know, you can't pick cars forever. And, you know, you can't pick cars forever at the same time. You can earn a great living doing what we're doing, having fun, traveling across the country, you know, pitting cars, playing in traffic. Human frogger, basically, essentially, is what we are. (laughs) Human frogger. But you are a bit different from other premier teams as far as uh, your work schedule, you know. You have careers. You have full-time jobs, part-time jobs, whatever. You're thinking about life after pit stops can each one of you briefly describe what you see yourself doing. What are you doing now aside from pit stops to prepare yourself for life after pit stops? We'll start with you, um, Roger. Oh, 10-4. Um, <laughs> Come on, no, Mike. Uh, let him wake up here a little bit, you know. Yeah, get that should, should we start with Mike? No, Mike. <laughs> no, no. Because um, then, then Roger won't get in. <laughs> oh, it's on Roger right now. Tell me about Roger. Um, what, are you, what are you planning? So, uh Right now, I'm working at a uh, lithium battery company's lithium yeah. hub. Um, it's actually conveniently right next door to Excalibur, Ooh. so it's not too far of a commute oh, for me to get yeah. to practice. Mike, why are you laughing? <laughs> Mike. <laughs> All right, no, no. All right. Let's not be rude. It's No, he's laughing. He's just, it's it's a jealousy thing, Ooh. I think, because Ooh. here it is. I live about two minutes away from where I work and practice, wow. so... I spend like ten dollars a month on gas. That's like ingenious, and uh, right? Don't hate the play, right? Yeah. <laughs> Money line, take it. <laughs> <laughs> what about you? What about you, Rogelio? Oh, okay. We'll save Mike for last. Yeah, we'll save Mike for last because yeah. he's the heavy, heavy talker. Right here. <laughs> you know, we're gonna have a whole list of like what he's segment. <laughs> <laughs> well, currently, right now, I'm working at Bill Stein. Mm-hmm. It's the shock absorbers and. I've been only working there for just a, a little while, but I mean, I see myself as a good career into it because I'm actually working inside the shop, building the shocks, as well as actually being part of the engineering process of it. So, um, you know, just having that like little bit of engineering background kind of yeah. helps out with this whole thing. Yeah, that shock shock building is very uh, meticulous, right? And it's very important as well. Oh, yeah, but you have very... to be very, very specific, you yeah, know, and yeah, all detailed. the in- little intricate parts and stuff that have to go into it. I mean, you can look at a shock and be like, ah, you know, I could build one of these. It's like, okay, well, take it apart and put it all back together and see how many freaking how much stuff you got in there, mm-hmm. you know? Because there's plenty of things you, that could go wrong if you don't put it in right. So you, you don't know? have a messy car, and your room is. Spotless, right? right? Your house is spotless. I said your room, uh, like your little kid. I don't know about that. Well, <laughs> cur- well, currently, uh, me and my wife were actually trying to find a house right now. And, I mean, our 
apartment that we have is like your cluttered. wife. Yeah, shout your wife out, man. Yeah. You know hey, she's Shaley gonna... Ro- Shaley Ramirez. Sorry, Ooh. I'm about to say her real last name. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna get you in trouble, man. I know you will. Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> she's probably um, watching this right now. I mean, like, that's you better give me a shout out. I had to make you get a shout out, yeah, but hey, I know. Say hi one more time. I didn't tell him to do it. <laughs> hey, Shaley. There you uh, go. Nice to see it. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What's going on? Uh. So right now, me, like, I personal train and mentor uh, pro athletes right now. So uh, once I retired for football, is one of the things I really wanted to get into. Uh, and I kind of already learned about a little bit of retirement, um, you know, just dealing with football and stuff like that, too, as well. So, uh, I mean, it's fun. I love it. Mm-hmm. I love what I do. I'm blessed uh, to be able to do it, to be able to be one of those guys who could be able to bounce back and forth between one sport to another sport and be able to finish with something like this, uh, especially with NASCAR. Um, so, no, it's very similar because you and I both being college athletes uh-huh. at the same time, we've yep. been in the sport around the same time. Exactly. The physical um, necessities you need to play stick and ball sports translate very well. Extremely. With what we do as pick crew members. Extremely well. As well as the mental aspect of it as knowing how to perform. Mm-hmm. As a crew member, you can have crew members who know how to change tires, and they do it well. Mm-hmm. But can you perform when the pressure is on, when you're running up front? That is the difference maker. And that has been the knock on a lot of back-of-the-pack teams who had great pit crew. Uh-huh. They could never get off of that umbrella. Well, hey, you're not running up front. Hey, you can do it when you're a lap down. Yeah, exactly. You know, but can you but, do it when the pressure's on? But can you do it when the pressure's on? And that is one of the biggest changes I've seen with the type of athletes that are coming from Excalibur, not even just Excalibur, but from just uh, the diversity uh, pit crew athletes who have been coached by y'all, I mean, uh, or worked with you guys, yeah. you know, that they handle that pressure very well mm-hmm. because you guys are working constantly. Yeah. You know, there's races, your ARCA, truck, cup. How many races are you doing this week? Uh, three. Yeah. <laughs> only, only because I can't fly to Elko. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. And that really pissed me off when I was a crew member. <laughs> it really did. And when I saw, at, you know, I called them lazy crew members where they felt like they made it. Once they got to that cup team or the premier series, they would do cup only. You know, it's like, uh-huh. oh yeah, I'm not doing Xfinity or whatever. I'm not doing trucks. That's beneath me. Uh-huh. But at the same time, that's your, that's your practice. Yeah, that's yeah. how you perfect your craft. That's how you get better and perform at a high level. Wouldn't you agree? I would want to do a race Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and I, um, you know, I mean, I just feel like it gets you in tune mm-hmm. yeah. for that race, right? Well, by the time, I mean, we we have a couple uh, weekends where we do all four races. So you do ARCA, Trucks, Xfinity Cup, and I know by the time that I get to Sunday or whatnot, like you know, I'm I already got a good sweat going. You know, I'm ready and stuff like that. The body's already warmed up too, as well. And uh, to me, like, I mean, that's the time you get to perform, but also, too, as well, being able to win at every level is something in general. Like, I know I've won ARCA Series races, a ton of them. I've won Xfinity, mm-hmm. uh, Bush, Nationwide, uh, and then now the Cup Series. And the only series I haven't won is in the trucks. You know what I mean? So, for me, I say winning at every level is winning in general. So, if you win a championship in ARCA, you've won a championship. It doesn't matter. If you won <laughs> yeah. at trucks, you won a championship. So, a win is a win. A win is a win. win. Is a winning win. is winning. I want to have a little fun. I want to have a little fun here with, uh, you know, your boss man, Chuck E. Fall. All right? <laughs> We're going to have some good fun. Oh, Come on. I just want y'all briefly to describe Chuck E. Fall in three words or less. Can you do that? Real quick. Starting with you, Rogelio. It's 
strong-minded man. <laughs> All right, strong-minded man. Okay, I like that. Okay. He's a honey badger. <laughs> Inside? Inside. He's relentless. He's absolutely relentless. Yes. You you see him walking up and down pit road or see him like He's just relentless. He's just that guy. You're like, oh, here he comes. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> or usually every time I usually he'll say, Mike, I need to talk to you in the yep. office. And I'm like, oh, I'm getting you all that. Here we go. And he's mm-hmm. like, good job this weekend. And I'm like, okay. But like, you don't know if you're going to get the talking to or just the, hey, what's up? What's up? Exactly. <laughs> that's why I say he's he's like a honey badger. Like, you just don't oh. know what's coming for you. You're like, ah, is he going to be pettable? Yeah. <laughs> or, or is he, he going to come at your throat? Yeah. About you, Roger. Oh, man. I don't. I don't know. I think you took mine. I, that's the best way to <laughs> describe it. He just he oh, focused God. and relentless like that, and you never know. He's so like he's so serious, but so you don't know whether he's going to come at you in a joking way or you know give you the talk. And it's did Chuck it, ever tell you all the story? Pretty entertaining. Did he ever tell you the story when we carried tires uh-uh, together? Nah. No. Mm-hmm. I just ask him about it when you get back. All right. All right. And that's, that's your homework assignment when you get back. <laughs> To a scholar, is it, is it that good it or that be. bad? It might know. be. It's good and bad. Maybe Can we hear both, both your guys' stories? <laughs> I'm sure his I might want, be a little bit different than I, yours. All right, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you mine over the phone. All right, <laughs> all right. Hey, hey, we got the Ninja Turtles in here. What, what are your Ninja Turtle names? Because we got our clutch performing, clutch performers of the week coming up, and y'all might know who they are. But what do they call you, Leonardo? And what do they call you? I'm Donatello. What do they call you? That makes me Mikey. <laughs> All right, Mikey. Hey, we're going to be back with these Ninja Turtles. After a quick break, we'll be right back. MRN Crew Call, presented by Money Lion. Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Money Lion is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build, with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with Money Lion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets, at track purchases, and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive through coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors, there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. One more ride. All right, we're back to MRN Crew Call presented by Moneyline. My favorite part of the show is our Clutch Coffee hit performance of the weekend. It should be no secret. It should be no surprise who that's going to. We just have the crew members here who have the biggest upset of the year. I mean, just 
All time, actually. Well, like, all of time. the century. I say of, all time. of the century. So it has to go to the number 77 pit crew for Justin Haley, That's Roger Debold, Omar Grimaldo, Rogelio Ramirez, Michael Hayden, and Bugs Gartner Jr. And when I saw that, I thought it was a typo, but Bugs nope. is his real name. Bugs right? is his name. real <laughs> first name. All right. Just ask real him one time. Name. Did you ask him? Did you, When y'all met I Bugs, what did you say? I didn't I, ask him I, at first. I, I, I just assumed him. it was a nickname. So I'm like, hey, Bugs, blah, blah, blah. And, you know. I walked into the holler. I was like, I'm looking for Bugs. Is Bugs on here? <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, so your mama named you Bugs. Bugs. Yeah. Like the bunny? <laughs> you got to tell me. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Bugs. I'm just having some fun, but. Bugs? <laughs> what up, Doc? Who else, who, who else are we missing? Who else are we missing from that crew list? Um, right. We're missing Zach Young. Okay. He was originally actually on as the Jackman. Me and him were just swapping out here and there. Jackman, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> he needs to get a shout out here. So. <laughs> but, I mean, some things happen. He's been under some, you know, um, what do you call it? Been, Her- been hurting, basically. Mm-hmm. You know, some shoulder injury or something like that. And uh, so I've basically been filling in for him. And,. Thankfully, it was this week. So. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Who else we have here that's not here today? Uh, Omar. Omar Grimaldo's not here. Mm. Uh, he's actually uh, the retired changer. Uh, he wasn't able to be here, but shout out to Omar Blood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Omar Omar is, is our Raphael of the group. So he's very, um, he's, he's, not, uh, he's very boisterous, and he'll let you know how he feels about it. <laughs> But between all of us, he's the person that a lot of us we we need that person. Everyone mm-hmm. in the group is is their name for a reason because it all makes sense. And Omar Omar is definitely the Raphael of the group. So that's awesome. And who else is there? Is that everybody? That's basically yeah, bugs. Yeah, yeah, bugs. Bugs. yeah, and then besides bugs, besides yeah. bugs, yeah. bugs. <laughs> guys, you're pitting for Jesse Haley startup team for Spire Motorsports. I mean, if you had the opportunity to pit on a Premier Series team, a Hendrick, a Penske, uh, Joe Gibbs, I mean. Would that be possible? What would you say that you are the reason why that you could pit at those elite level teams? Actually, because I've had actually pitted with them. You know, I mean, I pitted with Penske, I pitted with Hendrick and RCR, uh, all them guys. You know, they just, you know, the coaches just know through Chuck that's like, hey, I need like an extra guy here or somewhere, and I've been filling in, especially like with Hendrick's. I've been mm-hmm. on their fifteen team. Um, I know a bunch of guys that are on there, and they they like having me on there. So yeah, um, you know, just, I hear you. Yeah, what about you, Mike. Uh, I mean, I've been at the top level so you before. Are. I've already been at the top level before, so I mean, I'm not going to say that I think that I should be somewhere where I'm not because I'm where I am now. Exactly, and I'm appreciative of where I am now. So I would, I'll take our turtle gang, and I will literally put it up against anybody on the best day. And I know that there's probably some teams out there that are next to us that have gotten waxed on pit road, Ooh. but they're not going to admit it. And I know that Sunday or Saturday when we race, I'll hear about it. But yeah, football is coming out of you. Yeah. yeah. What about you, Roger? <laughs> I mean, I I've never been at the top level, um, so but I, I work on uh, just being real consistent. So I feel like you know, as long as you're consistent and people can count on you to do the same thing every single time, um, I feel like that's what any team would want. So. That's what I'm talking about. You know, that well said, guys. Like I said, you were doing the damn thing. You know, enjoy this, okay? Like I say, this doesn't happen often. Nah. You're right, and you enjoy it. You embrace that turtle gang and do what you do, baby. That's right. You know, good luck out there in Kentucky, man. I know y'all will do well at the same time, and I appreciate you. 
Joining us today on MRN Call, presented by Moneyline. I'm your host, Rocco Williams. I'm here with the Turtle Gang, upset of the century. Justin Haley's pick through right here. They did it. Can't deny them. 